Welcome to the Funder Ready Podcast. I'm your host, Rita Owens, a busy working mom, wife, and financial expert. I'm here to help you navigate the wild and sometimes crazy world of business funding with a few laughs along the way. Just think of me as your funding fairy godmother here to sprinkle a little financial magic on your entrepreneurial dreams so that you can secure the funding that your business needs to build the business that you deserve. So sit back, relax, and grab your drink of choice because this is a judgment-free zone and let's get funder ready together. Hey, Biz Besties. We're back with another episode, and I'm really excited to touch on today's topic, which can sometimes be a little controversial. The topic of today's discussion is business credit versus business funding and why they are not the same. So picture this. You're surfing the internet and you come across an ad that tells you you can secure up to $250,000 worth of business credit based on no personal guarantee. So in your mind, you might be thinking, wow, like I would love to have access to $250,000 worth of business credit so that I can use this to leverage it and maybe invest in real estate or invest in marketing or operational expenses, things like that. But what I want to tell you is your idea of what business credit is and that $250,000 that's being promised may not be exactly what you think it is. So let's talk about business credit versus business funding so that you understand exactly what those two things mean. So when I talk about business credit, I'm referring to the term vendor credit. Now, what exactly is vendor credit? Vendor credit is when you have a vendor or a supplier that offers you credit terms and they offer those credit terms to your business. In a sense, it's business to business lending and they allow you to make a purchase with their store. You can purchase goods or services based on credit. Now, I want you to think about this. Think about whether or not you have something like a store credit card in your wallet, whether that be a Target card or a Costco card, whatever the case may be. That is considered a vendor card. That card allows you to make purchases at that specific store on credit. That's exactly how vendor credit works. Vendor credit oftentimes will allow you to make these purchases and they will give you terms in order to pay those invoices. So for example, you might receive a vendor credit that'll allow you 30 days in order to pay back that invoice. Now that invoice is considered a net 30, net 30, meaning you have 30 days to pay it back. Sometimes you'll get invoices that are due net 60 or net 90. And with some of the gas cards, maybe net seven or net 15. Now, again, that ending number is referring to the amount of days that you have to pay it back. So think of this. If you are a business owner, and you apply for a vendor credit card with Best Buy. You can only use that card at Best Buy. You can't take that card to Staples or Office Max and use it. You have to use it at Best Buy. Office Max and Staples, they offer their own vendor credit cards, and those are not cash cards either. They don't have a Visa or a MasterCard logo on them. You can only use them to make purchases at those stores, store specific. 
So let's get into some of the pros of vendor credit. Now, when it comes to vendor credit, one of the major pros is that you don't have to use your personal credit in order to qualify. For most of the businesses that offer vendor credit, they don't require that you use your personal credit in order to qualify. Now, there are some that may ask you for a PG, which means personal guarantee. And a lot of times they will indicate that in the application process. But there are thousands of vendors that will extend credit to your business. And the wonderful thing is that you don't have to be in business for two, three, four years. You can be a brand new business owner and be able to secure vendor credit. Now, here's the caveat. You wanna make sure that your business is set up properly. And I'm gonna include a link in the show notes for you that will give you a checklist of all of the things that you need in order to get your business funder ready and be able to apply for these vendor accounts. So let's talk about some more pros. We mentioned that you don't have to have a credit check, right? No personal guarantee. We mentioned that you can be a brand new business owner. And another great thing is that it is a buy now, pay later type of account. For example, if you owned uh, an Airbnb unit, or maybe you are renting out an Airbnb unit and you're, you're trying to get started in Airbnb, but you wanna furnish that Airbnb apartment. Well, you can use vendors such as Wayfair or Amazon in order to fund your Airbnb unit before you even list it, right? You can use these vendors and they will allow you to shop and make purchases. They'll give you a net 30 or net 60 account and you can have that furniture delivered to your Airbnb, listed on Airbnb, start generating some revenue for that business and then make the payment to that vendor. So that's a wonderful way for you to leverage your vendor credit in order to generate some revenues for your business. Now let's also talk about another pro, which is that having vendor credit allows you to free up your cash flow, which is super important. You wanna make sure you have access to your cash flow. So just just like I mentioned in the previous example, being able to put that furniture on vendor credit, that allows you to free up the cash flow that you might need in order to secure the unit. So vendor credit is great, especially if you are a startup business, if you haven't sold your first product yet, and also if you don't have stellar personal credit, you guys, that's really important. Now, again, I wanna mention, like I mentioned in all of my shows, that it's very important for you to make sure that you you start working on building up your personal credit. If your personal credit isn't up to par right now, start by building out your business credit with using the vendor credit and work on your personal credit because you are gonna need your personal credit down the line. So you might as well start working on it now. Now let's talk about some of the cons of vendor credit. And these are some of the ones that I, I hear the most. The very first con that I wanna talk about and address is that a lot of times you may end up wasting money. Now, people who complain about wasting money with vendors, that's because they haven't done their due diligence to strategically map out the vendors that they need in their business in order to leverage that vendor credit. Now, there are several vendors that you may have heard of like Quill or Uline. These types of vendors offer things like office supplies. Some businesses don't really need a whole lot of, you know, toilet paper or paper towels or pencils and things like that. You may not need a lot of that, but there are thousands of vendors out there that you can leverage in order to build your business credit. 
Here's what I want to remind you. When you are looking at vendors, you want to make sure that they are going to report to your business credit reports. Otherwise, you're just wasting money. Sometimes you'll find the information on their website. You can send them an email. You can give them a call. But make sure that they are reporting to your business credit reports because that's really important for you. So want to make sure that we keep that in mind. The other con is that it takes a little bit longer to build up business credit this way. So when you are securing your vendor accounts, a lot of times it can take up to 90 days for those vendors to start reporting to your business credit reports. Some of us don't have that kind of time. And again, those vendor credit accounts aren't necessarily cash that you can infuse into your business. So if you're somebody who needs the cash in order to invest in real estate or hire a team, vendor credit may not be the best option for you right now. The other con is that it typically is not a cash card, right? So I just mentioned that vendor credit is not going to be the same as getting an Amex or a Visa or a MasterCard. You're not getting access to cash in that way. Now, there are some exceptions, which I'm going to mention a little bit towards the end of our discussion today. But for the most part, vendor credit is for purchases of services or products, and it's going to be store specific, which is another one of the cons that it is store specific for the most part. And lastly, it's going to be due in full. So if you have a net 30, a net 60, a net 90, whatever that invoice is, you're going to have to make sure you make the full payment. So you don't want to take on too much vendor credit if you're not able to generate the revenues in your business in order to pay that off in full. So let's talk about business funding. When I'm referring to business funding, I am talking about your traditional forms of business funding, like your loans, your lines of credit, your credit cards, and other forms of financing, where you can get cash infused into your business. And it's not just store specific. You can use these cards anywhere. You can use these lines of credit wherever, and you can use the loans wherever you see fit. So let's talk about a couple of examples of that. In regards to business credit cards, I really enjoy the Amex Platinum. They have some wonderful, wonderful benefits. You can get cash back, you can apply it towards travel and all kinds of different rewards and perks. Same with the Chase Business Inc. That's one of my favorite cards and the Bank of America Business Cash Card. That's a great one as well as their travel card. Now, one of the things that you wanna remember with these cards is that these are cards that you're going to have to personally guarantee. Unless your business is generating millions of dollars, most often you're going to have to personally guarantee. That means you're gonna to have to have your personal credit run in order to qualify for these particular cards. So I want you to keep that in mind. Same thing applies to any business lines of credit or any loans. You're going to have to most of the time personally guarantee. There's exceptions to some of these rules and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but for the most part, for most of us, we're gonna to have to personally guarantee. Now let's talk about some of the pros of business funding. One of the great things about business funding is that you can be approved for business funding the moment that you open your business. It's relying mostly on your personal credit. So you can go and apply for business credit cards and business lines of credit and business loans, even if you're a brand new business owner. Now, again, you wanna make sure that your business is set up the right way. And I do have a link in the show notes to the business funding checklist. You wanna make sure those things are already checked off. You wanna look credible. You want your business to be looking good so that it is fundable, okay? That's one of the reasons why we're getting funder ready is to make sure that your business is credible so that you can get to the bag. All right, now another 
Another pro is that you can secure business credit cards at favorable APRs, introductory APRs. Now, some of the ones that I've seen are 0% from nine months to 21 months. I've even seen some up to 24 months, which is amazing. Think about what you can do with 0% interest on cash if you leverage that in your business. There's so many things that you can do. The other pro is, of course, freeing up cash flow, right? We want to make sure that we have our cash flow freed up. The other thing is that you can use business funding in order to invest in things like real estate, marketing, operational expenses, and more. It is a great way for you to infuse some additional cash into your business. So business funding is very important. But again, I want you to remember that you have to make sure that your credit is up to par, your personal credit, in order to leverage business funding. Now let's talk about some of the cons. The one con that I feel like is the biggest con is the fact that you've got to personally guarantee it. Okay, that means your personal credit's got to be good and you are personally liable for that money. Should your business not be able to pay it back, you are going to be on the hook for paying that money back. Now, of course, that's not the ideal situation, but we are in business to make money. So don't go into it thinking that your business is going to fail. You have to make smart business decisions. And that starts with making sure that any funding that you secure for your business, that you have a plan for it. The biggest mistake that business owners make is not having a plan for the money. They get excited about being able to secure the funding and they go out and they apply and they secure all of this funding, but they don't know what to do with it. Don't make that mistake. Secure the funding that you need in order to execute the plan that you already have in place for your business. You can always secure more funding down the line, but remember, this is not free money. I know a lot of us, you know, we see on social media how people are flashy and they're getting all this business funding and they're telling you you can take trips and you can buy these cars and you can wear designer and you can do all of these things. Yeah, you could, but is that the best thing for you? Is that the best decision? Can you afford to pay that back should your business fail? Can you afford to pay that back on a monthly basis? You don't want to get yourself into a situation where you're in over your head and you cannot make your payments. So remember, this is not free money. This is money to help you to grow and scale your business and you should use it as such. Now, I talked to you about, or I mentioned previously about some exceptions. There are some no PG exceptions and those are things like collateral-based funding. Right, that's based on collateral that you bring to the table in order to secure the funding. There are also things like working capital loans. I love working capital loans, by the way. Working capital loans are loans that are offered to your business based on the revenues that are coming in through things like your merchant account or your bank account. Some great ones are Stripe. They offer a working capital loan based on the revenues that you have coming into your business. PayPal has a program as well and Shopify. Now, those are just a couple of the ones that some of my clients use and that I've used in the past as well, but there are plenty of others out there. You can also look to crowdfunding. There are some crowdfunding sites like Kickstarter or iFundWomen that will allow you to also raise money for your business in order to infuse some additional capital into your business. There are also some business cash cards like Brex or Ramp and also Sam's Club. Now, I've heard rumors that Sam's Club may be going away from the no PG. So make sure you do your due diligence and you research that. But for the longest time, they did offer a no PG option for business owners. But again, make sure that you research that and understand your applications. And I want to leave you with that. Always make sure that you read your contracts, your terms and conditions, understand the applications and the terms that you are accepting whenever you 
you are securing any type of business credit or business funding. And just in general, you guys, it, it pays to read because you want to make sure that you understand what you're getting yourself into when you're accepting these funds. Again, business funding business credit. These are not grants. It's not free money. You have to make sure that you put yourself in the position to be able to pay this money back. So there you have it. Ultimately, it's important for you to assess your business's financial situation and determine which of these options are best fitted for you. Now, I would highly recommend a combination of these options. You can use vendor credit as well as business funding in order to fund your business, but that decision is going to be up to you. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me and you can find me on social media at I am Rita Owens. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook. Until next time, Biz Besties, we'll talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Funder Ready Podcast with Rita Owens. We hope you found today's episode informative and inspiring. Remember, Biz Bestie, you have the power to turn your dreams into reality and securing funding for your business is just one of the steps on that journey. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss an episode and follow us on social media to stay up to date on the latest news and resources for female entrepreneurs. Join in the conversation by using the hashtag FunderReady. And until next time, keep pushing forward and always remember to stay FunderReady so that you don't have to get ready. See you in the next episode.